Ladies and gentlemen, this is why we do this podcast, because sometimes we have two ideas that are so simple, but we can't think of anything! Welcome to the podcast that shall not be named. I am joined here today by Stephanie, Dennis, Gary, and your humble correspondent, Vlad. In this game, we write down two random ideas on two pieces of paper and then draw them out of a hat, and we have to connect them in the most creative way possible. Bonus points if we make a billion-dollar startup out of it. I'll go first. Okay, the first piece of paper I have says... Bert's Tuxing? Who wrote this? Beatboxing. Oh. <laughs> Bert's Tuxing? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I write with my ass. Uh, I can tell. So the first one is beatboxing, and the second one is dating. How about I just keep thinking of a dating app where beatboxers go on it, and they you have you can't put your picture on there, but all you can do is put your beatboxes up there and show your talent. So you're judging people by their with talent. Very low and self-esteem. It's only, will be it's only audio. You can only hear something, and then you have to swipe left to right on their I audio. I love it because the winner is going to be Stephen Hawking with the drum machine. I feel like. <laughs> I mean, beatboxing isn't, it, it's cool, but then you just, you're just going to have the people that just say boots and cats over and over again. <laughs> they don't have to necessarily be beatboxing, but beatboxing can be one of the oral skills that you have, or oral skills. I, that wouldn't be a good dating app. I Scratch that. Get rid of that one. What if you you can rate your beatboxer by swiping left or right, kind of like Tinder, whether it's like a yes or a no, and then once you come to like the final stages of uh, a tournament. Oh, just... I actually kind of like that. That's not terrible. What if we have... <laughs> Thanks, asshole. What's <laughs> it with dating? What if we do, think like Eminem, uh, what do you call those rap tournaments? Rap, rap battles. battles. Yeah, what if you stream live stream rap battles and then B- you beatbox voted on them? That would be cool. They, I mean, they have uh, beatbox battling like championships, but the thing is they don't have it on like a... Scale it's not live stream. Yeah, I got it. You spit sick pickup lines at your date beatboxing. How about both of you go back and forth beatboxing and rapping the whole date? Let's. That what if? Hard. Wait, 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 wait. What if? What if? You know how they have karaoke night? They have karaoke night. What if you have beatbox night? And the thing is, you that's the place where you take your date. Thing is, there's it's easy to beatbox. And what if you brought your date there and you guys had to go on stage? And this way is a, is a great first date idea. It, what is, if it we, takes a lot of effort to learn how to beatbox. Not at all. Like you said, it's boots. And Cats. <laughs> <laughs> no, but the beatbox so, to beatbox well though. There's a reason why like the the beatbox around. So how about Gary proves this wrong? You're a talentless nobody. Show us how to beatbox. So like you said, it's the boots and cats. So your <laughs> your boots is the and your cats is the. That's how anybody can yeah make it simple. What if you made an advanced class and like like you teach people snare where it would be like. So yeah. So for a house, you could do. For a dubstep, you can do. And then you could always learn the weird noises that come with it, which is like. <laughs> yeah. So is this like, so is it a karaoke bar or is it you go to a beatboxing class with your date well, you on can, a well, date? Well, that's the whole point of our show, right? isn't it? To innovate whatever this is. That could be interesting where it is a dating venue established for the existence of giving non-boring dates. It's not dinner. 
Mm-hmm. You bring your date there. You have no idea what this place is going to have you do, but you know it's going to be memorable. It's going to be fun, and it's going to be hands-on. What? So it could be a beatboxing lesson in one room. You can just and you can have people rotating through different exactly. rooms. What's what what? Think of it this way: What is the definition of a good date? Something that takes you out of your comfort zone. Something that'll going up there and trying. You know, nobody's going to boo you off stage for the sake of that you were trying. I do like that idea of having like the just a dating venue. Like you come in, you pay a cover, and then you maybe you set some ramifications of do's and don'ts. Like, hey, don't have me standing because I'm in a wheelchair. But like beyond that, you come in so you can choose boozy date or sober date. And then based off of that, it just builds a whole oh. day, an hour of experience. How about when the couple comes in or the two people on a date, they take a quick quiz together of mm-hmm. things they like, right? Individually. So like, Anonymous let's say Dennis with. and I are on a date and then I'm taking the quiz of what I like. He takes a quiz what he likes. Then we put it together. One person analyzes it super quick. Maybe even before the date, we Dude. submit it online. Then they put you in a date room so and you go better. on that date. So much better. No holds oh, barred. Really cool. So and complete- it might be beatboxing. <laughs> <laughs> completely, completely oh. anonymous. You come in, both of you oh fill gosh, out so an cool. anonymous survey, and it builds the experience based on the things that match. But you'll never know what the other person wrote. So if Gary's a sick. Freak, right? And he puts like BDSM on his. Oh, right? you know, it's a check mark for me. And, but, but Are you going to get matched with someone that's just like you? No, or no, different? no. So you no. come in there with a date. So okay. both of you come in there in with a date, date and both of you fill out this survey. So if you write some sick, twisted shit, but the, the other person doesn't, you never find out because it's anonymous. <laughs> but in the event that there's a match, that sounds like a really awesome date idea, though. What, like, I love that. This is the kind no, of thing No, I'm saying that, that <laughs> surveys, and then they, they give you an activity. Even if you guys, even if two people did something completely opposite, but they had two ideas that can intersect over each other and right. can merge, that would be an awesome date. This is the kind of thing that you would buy, you would just buy a warehouse out yeah. in the middle of the Navy Yard, just gut it, and just make a ton of rooms. Yeah, with a bunch of different activities right. that are versatile. You it's the first date. No, but I, I do or, like, like, I do like the idea. No, it could be anything. I do like, like, I like the do idea of having an anonymous survey and the things that match. Like, right away, you guys are ready to go. But if you genuinely want to meet someone and like learn about them, well, that's let's the say you point. meet. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's the point. point. No, that's this. just an option. So, what do you so say? That's oh, an that's an option. So if something else intersects between your interests, yeah. then you guys get put into a room. You're built an experience based on those interests. But what's interesting to me is then you you're not told what interest it was. So you guys have to guess. So now there's a camaraderie and and a gamesmanship element to it where you guys are still trying to figure out what that interest is. Yeah, like so why? Are, cool. why I like that. Yeah, like why build, are we in this room? Yeah, why are we here yeah. together? What interests do both of us you have? The report. I, I like dude, it. Oh, that's really so cool. Hilarious. Hilarious. We gotta, we gotta make this. A, this should be a thing. This could be. I a can thing. think of so many different date ideas. Who said dating and beatboxing couldn't be a great category? Gary, why don't you beatbox in as Dennis draws the next two papers? And the papers are game show and poetry. A so poetry ga- game so show. Ga- yeah, poetry game show. Poetry game. Yeah. Honestly, a lot of hipsters would go for that. What if, what if for those people that really, really like poetry? There was a game show where you don't necessarily have to win like crazy amounts of money. You could just it could be like a, like a gaming app where you know if you win 
top uh, reader of the month or whatever the case is, you get a free poetry book of your choosing. So I think most people hate poetry. It doesn't have to be poetry. We could just we could don't have to limit to poetry. We could do it for reading. Like I I, 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 I pay love, for a lot of fucking books. I would love to find a game show that makes poetry interesting. Well, that's what we. That's why I picked poetry because so I like some poetry, but I think the majority of people don't really like poetry or understand it. So what if you had a fun game show that kind of breaks down poems and makes them more interesting? So it's like an edgy. Maybe it's for kids. And it's like an educational poetry game show where it brings like the poems to life in a sense. Mm. Or people have to act out the poetry or so I like your thought of like how do we make poetry entertaining for everyone? Make poetry and fun again. Understandable for everyone. I think there's also a disconnect with like understanding and comprehending, analyzing poetry. <laughs> Gary, you draw the next two. The first one is migration patterns. The second paper is VR units. Hmm. Really? Fuck. So, <laughs> so, so my thought so what if it was a VR game that you just put on, you pretend you're a bird flying, and you get to migrate from the north to the south once the winter's coming, and you start harvesting food and surviving. So it's educational, but it's entertaining. Uh, I was thinking, in terms of like migration passage, you could think of it as humans, right? You have just people flocking towards the major cities. So instead of me thinking about moving to San Francisco, for example, I've never lived there, I've never really been there, but um, I could... I could put on a VR headset and walk around the city in the same fashion. Yeah. But so, you, what was yeah. your idea? So, I, don't, I don't think you realized that your, well, you, your, idea, your idea was um, very similar to a game that's currently... Uh, there's a, a goat... Yeah, the, oh. there's a goat, goat simulator. Goat simulator. I love goat but yours simulator. Is, yours is a pelican simulator. <laughs> where really, it's just, let me flap my shit till yeah. I get to my destination, then I can pretty much just harvest my worms. And well, really, that's what that's what came to mind. Like, know. let's let's pretend I'm a bird and fly. <laughs> the only thing I can think of is animals, but then I realize there's another. What if they're a drone? But what if they're malicious? Drone? What if they're malicious birds? That and the point of the game is to bring down as many planes or helicopters as possible. I love that by they, smashing into their windshields. They, the reason I thought of that is because a pigeon, full force, flew into the windshield right next to where I sit, and all you could hear is. And then you see the broken neck pigeons. Oh, oh my god, down. that's great. <laughs> Vlad, any uh, useful contribution to VR units and migration patterns? No. Really? You? I like VR units. Wow, it looks like Vlad's bitching out on this I would last... love to map the abundance of VR units in some kind of simulation map. So it's it's the migration of VR through the world. So where do you have the most units? That's, where are the free units? Where are the rental units? There's only there's one reason that Vlad just said that is because he's way too fucking analytical. So he's basically saying, let's do analytics for analytics. Why? <laughs> Why? Uh, Vlad picked the last two. The first paper is magic. Oh, boy. Magic. And the second paper is acupuncture. What if someone was scared of acupuncture and they hired a magician? <laughs> So you're like, <laughs> and you turn around and you're all like fucking paralyzed because you got oh, the needle in your ass. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, look around. Oh, what if you were afraid of magic and you went to <laughs> 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 And the acupuncturist goes, Abracadabra. <laughs> hey, you're pinned. It's a god. I don't know why he's telling you. What is he telling all right, I think we glad are banned from this idea. Please, Steffi and fucking Dennis. I, I, can't, I can't. Now now I have that stuck in my head. People that get acupuncture usually have some form of anxiety or stress they need to relieve. And it's very hard to get acupuncture done, have little needles put in your body if you're an anxious or nervous person. So what if 
there was a magician that kind of relaxed you or entertained you while you had the needles, needles in your body <laughs> to make it less anxiety inducing. That is the only thing coming at me. I'm the juggling monkey. <laughs> Let me stick needle in it. <laughs> I just imagine this I poor like guy laying there. It's not a good one, though. Needles. I don't know how to make you it just, easier. You just finished putting the last needle in this guy. <laughs> and just as he's trying to start to cope with the idea, a fucking clown walks out in the middle of the room. Nobody told him about it. And he goes, hey. And the clown sounds like Krusty the Clown. Hey, why don't you pick a card? <laughs> Oh my gosh. That was definitely a memorable is. experience. Oh. You want a balloon animal? Someone who's afraid of needles and clogs <laughs> loses it. I think that's the end of that episode. Ugh. And see you next time on Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> <laughs>